0: And a very big welcome to all of my Mornings with Ron family. I appreciate you being on this journey with me for the last few years as we've continued these these podcast messages. You know, here we find ourselves at the end of 2020, and oh man, what a year it has been. Uh, Who could have known as the clock turned 12 uh, at midnight on 2019 into 2020 that we would be in for the last year that we've had? Whereas there's been a lot of turmoil and not so good things been going on in the world, there's also been a lot of positive and good things that have been going on as well. And sometimes those things get overlooked by all of the the bad things that seem to make its way into the 24-hour news cycle. And we fail to focus on those things that are good and be thankful for those things that have come into our lives that are the positive things and not let the negative things overshadow them. Uh, I'm guilty of that myself sometimes, and I have good friends who remind me that you need to focus on the good things that have happened in your life, and let that be the driver that keeps you going forward to the work that we do to try to make this uh, world a better place than we found it or it has been. One thing I'm very thankful for is, and all of you know that I, I started the Bring Smiles to Seniors program almost five years ago now. It'll be five years in March. And I have seen the best of humanity in this community of people that have come together for a common purpose to make sure that seniors across America and even other parts of the world are reminded that they are loved, they are cared for, and they are certainly not forgotten. In our first year in 2016, we delivered 7,719 cards. This year, we ended the year at 200,708 with over 1,700 deliveries to senior communities across the country. That is incredible growth and an incredible testament to people who just share love and compassion every single day as a part of this program. They drive me to be a better person, to help make this a better world, and to make sure that we're focusing on those that pave the way for us that are so important, and especially in a year when they've been in isolation and away from their families and not had the usual contact that they've had. so. In my last podcast, I I've I shared some messages from my book, and uh, I wanted to do that again specifically because I pulled out some messages that have to do with being thankful and giving back and making sure that we're being part of a world that's about compassion and caring. And I thought that was a good way to end 2020, focusing on that and bringing it into 2021 and continuing to do the good work that we all do and trying to uh, make our lives the best that they can be. So I'm going to start this uh, with my first message called The Power of We, and I'm starting with this message because of the success that we've had in the Bring Smiles to Seniors program this year. Since the beginning of the Bring Smiles to Seniors program, I've been astounded by the generosity and kindness of people I've never even met. From the first post that I made on Facebook asking all my friends to send cards from my grandmother's nursing home to the boxes of cards I now receive regularly, my faith in humanity has never been greater. When people come together for the common good, a beautiful thing happens and programs such as ours are given life to survive. I've been in the armed forces, worked tough jobs, had tough bosses, and had struggles in life like most of us. However, I will say that the, one of the hardest things I've ever done, and most rewarding, is starting a nonprofit. I have an MBA, and the process is still daunting. The paperwork needed to establish a 501c3 so that donations are tax-deductible, not to mention all the different state filings are arduous and cumbersome. But the administrative side is only half the effort. You must build supporters, hope for donations, work hard at growing every day, and then just pray it all comes together. There have been times when I didn't think we would make it. The cards dried up, the decorating avenues became scarce, we had absolutely no money to do anything. And in the back of my head, I kept hearing my grandmother say the same thing she told me over and over Never start a job unless you're going to finish it, and never do a job unless you're going to do it right. Most importantly, all along the way, I never stopped believing in the people who were a part of our journey. At every point when things seemed dire, a new connection was made that kept us alive. We continue to grow because of every card artist, decorator, teacher, student, principal, civic group leader, friend, family member, corporate partner, and individual who supports the Bring Smiles to Seniors program. These individuals believe in our cause, our need, and the positive effect we can have on the aging population. Together, we've created this safe, positive space for individuals to visit and participate. On all our social media sites, you see people supporting each other and providing words of encouragement and positive messages. We will continue to innovate and work to expand our reach as far as we can take it. All of that will be possible because of the power of we. This next message I titled, Thankful For... And many of our lives provide us with so much that it's important to have an ongoing practice where we pick something that we are thankful for and focus on it. And for me, this usually happens during my thankful Thursdays. Many times, my focus is on my family and the support they provided my brother and me throughout our childhood. But one day, I concentrated on our family's gifts of provision, courteousness, compassion, and love. My parents and grandmother both worked when my brother and I were children. They had to so they could survive and provide. I can't count the times they went without so that my brother and I could have. My mom made her own clothes so that my brother and I could have store-bought ones. My dad labored at the county road department. My grandmother worked in the boys' school warehouse and helped the family when she could. They did all of this to ensure that my brother and I had the kind of childhood my parents wanted for us. Our family's commitment to provide for us came with the responsibility to live a good and courteous life. We were taught right from wrong early on. We lived in the South, so we always, always replied with yes, ma'am and yes, sir. We participated in school and civic activities as much as we wanted. We were also required to attend church Wednesday night, Sunday morning, and Sunday evening. Through it all, we were allowed to be who we were, and we were never pressured to be what we weren't. The best gift our parents and grandmother gave us was our compassion for others and an innate need and desire to give back. Through charitable work, visiting the sick and elderly, and civic responsibilities, they instilled in us a sense of selflessness that would carry through our entire lives. I believe their teachings set us both on the path to become the people we are, just by being the parents and grandparents that they were supposed to be. As children, we can take many paths, some great, some not as good. Having been fortunate enough to have the love and support of a family like ours made taking the right path easy. Sometimes that is all children need. Parents who are there provide the moral guidance, let them be who they are, and give them the tools and foundations to build the life you hope for them. I am grateful and thank my mom, Alice, dad, Kenneth, and Grandma Lola Mae for making that path for us. Through my work with Bring Smiles to Seniors, We are striving to leave the world a little better off than we found it. Parents do what they need to do to make sure that their children have the lives that they want them to have, and that often results in uh, doing without so that children can have. And so I titled this message, Doing Without So We Could Have. Sometimes you don't truly understand the sacrifices that your parents made so that you could have a better life until much later. I think about the selflessness my parents showed, so we did not have to go without. When I grew up, my mom and dad worked to make sure the family was taken care of. We didn't have a lot of money, but they managed to put a roof over our heads and food in our stomachs. As kids, we didn't think this was anything out of the ordinary. It was just supposed to happen. As we got older and started to take care of ourselves, it became apparent that it was so much more than we knew. My mom never bought new clothes for herself and made her own clothes so my brother and I could have new clothes for school. I think it was after we graduated school that she finally started buying store-bought clothes. At Christmas time, mom and dad went out of their way to make sure that at least some of the things we had asked for wound up under the tree. And they often did without so that we had the money to do the things that we wanted to do in school. I have a strong childhood memory that I carry with me to this day about this subject. My mom and I were in the store. Refrigerated rolled cookies had just come out on the market. I had taken a roll off the cooler shelf and put it in our shopping cart without my mom noticing. She finally spotted it and told me to put it back as there were items we needed more. I'm not sure if it was her desire for me to have it or the hurt look on my face, but before the shopping trip was over, she went back and took the refrigerated cookie roll off the shelf and said we were getting it. She went without something that she needed so that I could have that cookie dough, and that was just one experience of many. I've never forgotten my parents' moments of sacrifice and love, and that is why today I go out of my way to do for my parents for all the years that they did for me. We must appreciate the sacrifices that our parents made for us. Making sure children are taken care of is an unspoken oath that they take when they decide to have children. Finding a balance in meeting a child's needs while teaching them responsibility by not giving them everything they want is an art we could use a little more of today. Realizing our parents did without so that we could have and being thankful for it makes us better people. It's funny, sometimes you go out on an errand or you just go out for something during the day and you have an unexpected event that touches your life in a way that just stays with you. Um, And this next message is uh, definitely one of those moments that just resonated for me on a simple trip that I made out to the grocery store. And this one is titled, When the Heart Speaks. There are moments when the heart speaks, but we're torn between whether or not we should listen. The challenge is to listen and accept that the universe is speaking to us, even though the reasons may be unclear. Such an event happened to me. I had stopped at my local supermarket to pick up a few things around lunchtime. As I got out of my car to go into the store, I was approached by a very disheveled elderly man. He walked up to me shaking some change that he had in his hand and said, could you help a guy out to get on the bus? Now, anyone who has ever spent time in or lived near a large city knows that this is a common occurrence. Eventually, panhandlers achieve a level of invisibility because there are so many. Many. Sometimes I give a panhandler a few coins. Most of the time, though, the assumption is the money will be spent on liquor and drugs. This is a built-in preconceived notion, despite a lack of evidence. That day, I told the man that I was sorry, but I had no change in my pocket and went into the store. When I got inside the store and walked up to the counter to make my purchase, a female customer behind me asked for the manager. The customer told the manager there was a vagrant in the parking lot asking people for money, that the store should do something about it. I understood her point, but it did not sit right with me. After securing my purchases, I got back in my car and headed home. The closer I got to home, the more I felt the need to go back and find the man. But I suspected by the time I returned, he would most likely be gone. I also continued to question what he might do with the money. Eventually, my heart overpowered my head and I did a U-turn in the middle of the highway and headed back to the vicinity of the store. As I entered the left lane to turn back into the supermarket, I looked to my right and saw the man sitting at the bus stop. At this point, I was all the way to the left with four lanes of traffic to my right and cars everywhere. Normally, there would be a line of cars behind me waiting to turn, but oddly, I was alone, and suddenly all four lanes of traffic were completely clear allowing me to cross to the side of the road where the man was sitting. I called him over and he approached my window. I handed him several dollars through the car window. He looked at me and with a tear in his eye said, God bless you. He told me he was waiting for the bus in hopes that he could convince the driver to let him ride for free so that he could get back home. I told him he was welcome and I drove off. I'll never know why I was moved in that moment to do what I did. I just know that my heart was speaking to me, and I listened. And on the drive home, I felt the power of compassion swelling inside me. The universe had put me in a situation where I needed to respond, and fortunately, I listened to my heart, and as a result, helped someone in the process. Sometimes we just have to follow our heart without question when it is speaking that loudly. Keep your eyes open and watch for your moment today. You may find yourself doing something that you never expected or not fully understanding why you did it, but you will know in your heart there was a reason for that moment and you will have enriched your life and someone else's just a little bit more. This final message has stayed with me since the 1980s when I was uh, a young boy living in Tampa. And uh, this, this moment that I, I walked into this fast food place will stay with me really for the rest of my life, not only because it taught me a message, but it just really reinforced the need in me to uh, show my humanity and, and to give back to those that are less fortunate. And this final message is titled, A Little Humanity. So have you ever been out and about and just observed people and wondered what their life must be like? Sometimes we wonder based on their appearances, sometimes based on actions, and other times because of interactions with them. Our encounter with them is only one moment in time during many hours of their existence, and we have no idea what may be going on in their life. Yet, that one encounter often causes us to define them for that moment when we don't really know them at all. Sometimes these situations have negative results. And other times, they are an opportunity for a positive outcome that enriches your soul. Years ago, when I was in my early 20s, I was having dinner at a Taco Bell. As I sat there having my dinner, a rather disheveled lady came in and walked up to the counter and ordered a small bag of nachos. I saw her make her way over to a table to sit down, and she started to slowly nibble on what I assumed to be her dinner. I also noticed that she had no teeth. So biting into the hard nachos meant that she was really having to take her time. I knew nothing of this lady, not her past, her present, and certainly not her future. What I knew, however, was that there was something about her that touched me that brought out my humanity in a way that felt right. As I finished my dinner, I reached in my pocket, took out the last $5 that I had in my wallet, and walked over to her table and gave it to her. I then turned and walked away without looking back. You see, that moment in time and that interaction stoked a feeling of humanity and compassion that drove me to do something positive. Others may have laughed, made fun of, or even questioned why someone as disheveled as she would be allowed to dine in the restaurant. However, I made a conscious choice to do what was right for me, because that was what I had been taught. As you go through your day, you'll encounter many people in many situations that will evoke some thought inside you about them. Will you use your preconceived notions about their appearance or demeanor to guide you? Or will you let that moment spark a little humanity in you and use it as a teaching moment to not only make yourself smile, but someone else as well? Use the opportunity of every encounter as a life lesson that what we are seeing and hearing in the moment may not necessarily be the reality of a person as they truly exist. Ultimately, our reaction to the person helps define the person that we truly are and there you have it our final episode of mornings with ron for 2020. you know as we go into 2021 i hope that we have a better year i hope that things uh, start to turn around for all of us and i hope that the things that we're having to challenge us on a daily basis are getting a, a little better as we try to navigate life's path no one could have expected what would happen to us in 2020 and no one can really predict what's going to happen in 2021. All I know is that as we've been surrounded by negativity throughout the year in 2020, I've tried to focus on the positive, the good things that have been happening in the world, the good things that have been happening in the Bring Smiles to Seniors program, and the stories that you see of people showing compassion and caring to others that they don't even know on a regular basis that just gets buried in the news sometimes. So let's make a challenge for 2021 to focus on the good, focus on the positive, focus on the things that we have to be thankful for, because when we look and dig really deep, there are so many things out there in our lives that override all of the bad things that we're experiencing that make life meaningful and joyful if only we take the time to focus on them. So with that, I wish you a very happy new year I wish you um, a better and happier 2021, and I hope as we go into this next year that we have a new beginning and that we find a way to navigate our life path in a way that is meaningful, caring, compassionate, and loving, and be the best person that we could possibly be. Happy New Year, everyone.